You're listening to The Poncho Section, conversations about all things media and Mel Brooks. It's a podcast. And here's your hosts, Michael Canfer and Ethan Feldstein. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Poncho Section. Today, it's just us. It's just Mike and myself. Howdy, y'all. Yeah, we've, uh, I guess, the last few episodes, we've done a lot of interviews recently. Yeah, we've had so a lot that, of guests. Yeah, so it's now, been fun. yeah, it's been, no, it, honestly, it's been really great, mm-hmm. but it's nice to kind of bring it back to to just us yeah. and just have a hang and just, just and catch up. Shoot and, the shit. Yeah, like, we haven't, we haven't done one of these in a while. Yeah. Just, like, going over, like, what's going on in our lives. Yeah, so we just saw well i don't know how if i could describe it as we i just saw you perform uh doing comedy that's right yeah yeah i've been doing i guess this past we're recording this it's the last day of february yes it is so uh this past month which uh oh shit that means rent's due tomorrow yeah that's uh we gotta make sure february it's so it's so short it's ridiculous and if anything february rent should be cheaper yeah right yeah, yeah, you know, get a couple days free. Exactly. <laughs> Knock off like 50 bucks. That would right? be nice. I think, I think that'd be about right. But yeah, so for the last month, I've been taking a comedy class uh, over here at a QED in Astoria. And um, it's, I mean, it's a great class taught by an awesome comedian, Carol Montgomery. And I mean, it, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I did about four classes and I did a couple open mics to kind of prepare mm-hmm. for this final show that we had last night right and honestly and i've been saying this all day i was saying it last night it couldn't have gone better like it really like exceeded all of our expectations it was a good show dude it was a it was a great show and i really appreciate you guys coming and yeah there was five of us in the class Mm -hmm. and all all five of us I, i think did really well i i so we picked our names out of a hat Mm-hmm. And of course, I was going last, which is like, which is my least favorite. I like to go first for right. things, for anything. Is it a lot of pressure to like know that you have to close the show? Yeah, and even more pressure because everyone did really well. Right, right. And and I wasn't necessarily closing because there were still that's uh, true other comedians that came out afterwards, more mm-hmm. seasoned comedians, good comedians, uh, not amateurs. So so that was fun. But yeah, I mean it. it Honestly, it just, it, yeah, went really well. And we packed the house, yeah. which that was really cool. How there was actually people standing. The crowd was amazing. It was pretty I, cool. I think that's what really helped was just feeding off of the crowd energy. Mm-hmm. So, like, that was just, yeah, that was really cool just to have that. Yeah. And I think that gave everyone a little push. And right. it just, it made things more comfortable. I'd imagine the, see, because the crowd was good, seeing seeing the other comedians up there doing well, I'm imagining that also kind of like helped out with some of the nerves. Like, oh yeah, the crowd seems to be really good. Everybody's doing well. Yeah. Uh, or maybe it put more pressure on you thinking like, oh no, everybody did really well. I don't want to be the one guy who does bad. Well, yeah, it was a little half at half. So like people were going up, you know, everyone was had like a little bit of nerves, but like mostly like excitement. Honestly, the, the vibe was mostly excitement with all of us. Nice. And then uh, the first comic went up, Elise, mm-hmm. and she, she did great. And then she comes off. She's like, that was really good. That was really fun. Like, I really felt comfortable. And then um, and then second was Olga. Right. She goes up. She crushes. She she, she was great. She, she, she was great. <laughs> and then she comes off and was like, yeah, that was really great. So I'm like, oh. 
everyone's doing really well. That's cool. But like, what if I'm the one to fuck this up? Right. What if I go up there and I just like, I just completely died and like, just bomb like horribly. Uh, and, but that just kept happening. Like one by one where yeah. everyone, Lauren goes up next. She crushes it. Mm-hmm. Doug, fantastic yeah. as always. And, and then me, <laughs> then I go up and, and you did great, man. Oh, thanks. You killed it. Now you were saying yesterday that, uh, you and Doug did a few, uh, open mics to kind of get prepared. Where yeah. did you, where, which, where did you do the open mics? So we we did them at QED. Oh, we, we did. We went to the same. Yeah. Just to get used to the okay. actual stage there. And they have on the, the open mics we've been to have been great. Nice. They, it's a really, it's a good environment to learn. I think <laughs> also because it's really challenging because yeah. everyone, at least the people I saw were really good. So it kind of either means you have to step it up or like you also have to just be comfortable with like not being that good or right. in a weird way like well, kind of when you first start yeah yeah because i think you have these expectations like well everyone's good it's like yeah because they're fucking doing it all the time like yeah. you're not gonna go up there and be miraculous it doesn't happen that way yeah yeah so yeah. you have to like it's more i think you have to go in with the right attitude mm-hmm. so when i first started i, I wanted to do this just because i'm a big comedy fan i like stand-up comedy and i always want to try it so that's why I went into it, right? Yeah, why not? But more so was about just being able to do it, not so much about doing it well. Okay. So just being up there. And that that's a good motivator if you kind of can keep it that way. Because I always feel like I do better when I just have that intention of just like, well, I just want to be up there and having fun. So like, if you have that kind of attitude, it's I think it's much easier than it's like, well, I, ha- I have to make everybody laugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's It becomes really hard. And I did that like the second time, the second class, I kind of went in with that. I had a really good time the first time I went on stage. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, this is really fun. And then the second time I went in with this, like, I really got to make everyone laugh again, you know? And like, I was like trying really hard and it was like really noticeable. And Mm. I got like criticism on that. And I was like, fuck. And I I was pissed, but I was like, that actually makes sense. Cause I like went in with this thing. It's like, Oh, I gotta like, I gotta do really well. Right. And it's like, it's a ridiculous kind of, uh, it's a ridiculous kind of attitude to have at least <laughs> from the very beginning. Yeah. So it seemed that doing something a bit more natural, kind of just feeling it going with the flow ended up with better results for you. Yeah. And you still have, I mean, the cool thing is it's cool to see what works and what doesn't just stuff that's just coming from you. So writing is kind of interesting. And it, I like that it forced me to write. That was yeah. really important because, like, you can't just you can't just wing it, especially in the beginning. Like, you can't just say, like, I'm going to talk about cars today. Like, you yeah. can't do it. When you started doing the writing stuff, was it, like, did you just start writing down things that you thought were kind of, like, funny concepts and then you would dive into it and maybe expand it from there? Or how, how did you go about that? Yeah, well, a lot of it's, like, funny ideas. Mm-hmm. Funny ideas that would pop into my head or, like, but really more, like, situations. Yeah. And and embellishing them too, and like trying to make them into funny things, but it's really hard because there's a lot of funny ideas out there. Like there's lots of like every day there's funny shit that makes no sense, and it's just like <laughs> there's just weird things that are funny, but you can't necessarily make anything out of it. Right. So, like there were there's stuff where like yeah I, I don't I don't know what a good example is, but I just like couldn't. There's like no way to find like a twist or a punchline or anything to do with it you know yeah that's that's like the really hard part oh sure i mean yeah because you could i mean we live in in the city you get on the train and automatically you you got five ridiculous things going on yeah so like yeah i'm sure there's there's plenty of material but it's that that extra thing that you're saying where where's the where's that twist where's that 
that punchline or something yeah something to give it like yeah that that it doesn't just like die right like because i i did something like that where like i talked about this this girl i went on a date with who told me that she loved the subway because of all the um of all the positive energy and creative energy oh, right. and that's like a ridiculous concept so when i did i tried that at the open mic and when i said that like it got like a chuckle like people were like you know positive and creative energy and people were like oh that sounds ridiculous yeah it's like where's he going with this and i took it nowhere <laughs> and then and what i what i followed it up with got nothing so oh, it was just man. like but no but it made but like yeah but I like deserve that because like I didn't have yeah. anything good to to follow up with right, that. Yeah. So until I could find like something to like you know to use there. I mean, I thought of something and I tried it and it was like pretty funny. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I think you could do a lot better. All like right. I, I always think you could do a lot better. So and I haven't like used that. But there's like so it's like stuff like that when you okay. think of like oh there's a funny idea or like a funny story and I mean we like I mean just think about your life. Yeah, and things that happened, like just funny things, like funny things in college and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like you could make, there's so much you could do with that. Yeah, but to make it like really tight and and funny, it's it's hard. Oh it's yeah, a hard thing to do. That's it's... why people are like professionals at it. That's why they're really good. Yeah, it takes. It, I can't imagine anybody just going up there doing it, uh, it like two or three times and being like, "Yeah, I'm a pro." It yeah. definitely takes practice and it takes years. It's, a, it's an art. Yeah, it takes a really long time yeah. to get like to get really good, but it's fun. I yeah. mean, if you you know like if your intention is to just have fun, then it'll like it'll be good. Excellent. Yeah. And and, and that's uh, yeah. And that, I'm excited and for one. for future shows that you got to do. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, that's that's the thing too. I I want to keep keep at it yeah. or at least keep it like somewhat consistent mm-hmm. as something to do you know as like just an aside thing because it's it's nice to have a hobby yeah <laughs> it's nice to have a hobby and especially like getting on stage is not something that i thought would be enjoyable mm-hmm. and sometimes it's not like sometimes <laughs> it's it can be kind of overwhelming and it's it's nerve-wracking like every time yeah. but like when you do when you, once you're up there it's actually it's a weird thing it's i and i didn't realize this but it's the anticipation is the worst because once can, you're up there, it's actually okay. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. yeah, and then and then afterwards you feel good or maybe not so good if you didn't do well. But at least <laughs> like, right. that that feeling is gone. I feel like that it definitely takes guts because like I've been on stage, but it's usually with other people. Like I've been in yeah. a band a, a bunch, and when you're on stage, you're kind of performing. And while yeah, your your instrument's that only instrument you still kind of have like other people to fall on yeah but when you're up there doing comedy you don't really got anybody else to, to fall on i mean I, no. I used to play piano when i was younger and i would do recitals yeah but my back was always to the audience so like there was a way for me to kind of escape that thought like i can try to like picture that oh i'm just me and i'm in this room just alone with me and the piano i'm just gonna play this part but when you're up there doing comedy you're looking at out at the audience there's nobody to escape that Right, right. Well, uh, yeah, a lot of it's preparation, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, depending on what you're doing, like, you go to, like, an open mic, you don't really have to be, like, prepared. You can really do whatever you want, but you want to have, like, something that, I, I don't know. It, yeah. It's weird, because, like, I, yeah, like, that just makes it better, you know, if you mm-hmm. have something that you're you're doing or, or trying out. Like, you have at least some, some sort of game plan yeah. of where you're going to go. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, and it's definitely good to have some sort of creative kind of hobby. Keep your mind yeah. like moving, keep yeah. it going. 
that's actually the biggest thing because yeah. like i was saying like if nothing else it forces me to write and that's yeah. like and that's really good mm-hmm. and uh and i was saying too i liked helping out other people with their jokes or yeah. like trying to like fit in stuff and like people helped me too like we kind of helped each other like you know add in certain things or try this like just kind of tweaking each other's jokes and it, and it really helps yeah that's great i mean for the but for the most part like everyone's jokes were original mm-hmm. so no one it wasn't like no rewrite your joke this way it wasn't like none of us like all of us last night like that's all our own stuff untouched yeah yeah it's just like little little things here and there maybe saying things a certain way or like little change like mm-hmm. little um wordplay things I, I mentioned one to you guys like uh and it's yeah it's like simple stuff like that right but, yeah. but like the stuff that i did really i had one one addition that was like a small thing that was a suggestion from someone but everything else was completely just my own like i just yeah. i just did that well i thought it was great that you guys it all seemed kind of like it seemed like everybody was pushing for each other and like mm-hmm. in the yeah. best way where you were telling me that some of the people in the group like they they recommended like oh yeah you gotta do this thing it's it's gonna kill you it's gonna make the jokes like so much better yeah. and it's like everybody seemed to be and it it worked it was hilarious it, and then you later find out that oh yeah that wasn't even planned it was like spur of the moment kind of thing yeah. and it just like it was really cool that you all kind of became this like little family uh, for the night you know yeah well i it's it's actually like a really nice thing to have like a supportive group and i mm-hmm. hope like I mean, um, Doug and myself, we, we've done open mics together and we're hoping like more people will join in on that. Yeah. you know, just, just for fun. Mm -hmm. So like, and that would be really cool. But like the whole, everyone in our class, like we were all really supportive. We all wanted each other to do well. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't like, we weren't rooting, like no one was competitive. Yeah. You know, like we weren't like, oh, like we want to do better. It's not like that. I'm not like that. I'm not competitive at all. (laughs) So, so I just like having everyone do well, made it a good show Mm -hmm. for everybody. That's what we wanted. Totally. You know, that, that's like the best thing that could happen. Mm -hmm. It's funny. It's funny when things like that happen where, so I was saying when we were at the bar yesterday that, um, just kind of as like a creative writing kind of project of my own i don't even know what the hell i'm going to do with it but i just started writing just silly ideas that i came up with yeah and that would just pop in my head and like it's sort of turning into like a story i don't i I wouldn't dare say like a novel or anything but it's like a like a hitchhiker's guide kind of just silliness yeah and periodically I'll, i'll be at work and i'll just like send keith like oh yeah i worked on this last night what, what do you think and he'll like bounce some some thoughts back and forth and it's like just one of those like fun things to keep your mind kind of going but it's cool yeah. to have that kind of like support system where you can bounce things off of people yeah no it's 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 actually a really nice kind of thing i i'd recommend it if anyone wants to to do <laughs> like do stand up like take this class you right know? go go to the qed website Nice. And, and, and it's there because Carol's doing a lot of them and it's, and they're yeah. all great. I, I know other people who have, who've taken it and who mm-hmm. have gone on to like continue to pursue it. So, I mean, that that's, it's really good. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, moving on, we'll move on from that. I want to, cool. uh, talk about, what did I want to talk about? Well, you, oh, <laughs> you no. had mentioned, I uh, broke up <laughs> no. your thought process. No, no, no. I was just thinking of it because now it's like back to the comedy thing where people are talking about movie pass, but you actually have movie pass. I do have movie pass. Yeah. And it's excellent. And you like it. Oh, it's great. Now you find you're seeing anything that like you wouldn't normally see, like you're kind of forcing yourself to see 
Um, I don't know. I, don't I know. saw Peter Rabbit. Would you have seen Peter Rabbit? Would you be like, I'm going to pay $15 to see Peter Rabbit today? Would you have done that? I don't, I'm, not, I'm not saying it judgmentally. I I'm just asking. I don't think so. Although, yeah. I did... The first movie of 2018 that I saw was Paddington 2. Yes. Which, by the way, was amazing. No, I, I actually hear that those are really good it's movies. It's like one of the most charming movies. Just It's just all around a good time. Okay. And this is kind of in the same vein. Um, it's like a definitely like a children's movie, but it's it's written well enough and performed well enough that as an adult, it you still have a great time and you could have like a, it's very lighthearted. You have a laugh. Nothing is really on the line right. watching it. Um, but would I have seen it on my own without the pass? I don't know. Maybe we just waited until it came out on Netflix or whatever. Right. Um, but I also saw. Black Panther the other day. Oh, what do you think? I liked it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely, it was a lot of fun. Um, there were one or two things that I didn't like, but I mean, overall, it was a great movie. Like, I, I don't want to give away any spoilers. Um, so I'll say the one part that I do want, that I can say that um, won't give anything away is that it was better than what Marvel usually does with regards to humor. In that, like, Marvel tends to have an issue where they're afraid to have, like, a serious moment for too long. Yeah. So, like, you'll have, a ser- like, some situation going on, but then you have to th- quickly throw a joke in because, God forbid, we take a serious moment right now. And they still had a few moments like that, but for the most part, they actually allowed some time to have, like, a serious moment, which is yeah. pretty nice. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, comic relief is good, but a lot of times it comes at the expense of, like, really cheesy fucking jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt that way about, and maybe Star Wars has been like that for a while, but I felt yeah. that way about, like, the new Star Wars. There was a lot of, like, these corny-ass mm-hmm. jokes. I was like, no one's making those jokes in space. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think the the term, it's, like, a literary term called bathos, huh. and I think that's what that's essentially describing what that kind of humor, what they do, is, like, they're kind of in on the joke they kind of recognize how ridiculous it is it's kind of like a wink at the at the audience without kind of breaking the fourth wall if you will okay it's it's like as close as they can get up without becoming um deadpool you know well i was just gonna say deadpool kind of was like straight up comedy oh yeah but that i think deadpool worked because that's that's the character he breaks the fourth wall in the comics so it's like i mean that's my favorite that's my favorite like superhero movie just because i i I thought that was (laughs) it was great yeah it was really well done i'm excited for the sequel i'm definitely excited for that yeah but i would recommend i think that oh i also saw shape of water Oh yeah, I I really liked it. I I I enjoyed it as well. It was weird, like uh, yeah, I, of course. It but it was like it was Guillermo del Toro. It was like yeah, that that it was Guillermo it's, del Toro. It's, it's it his was, universe. Yeah, it was weird, but it totally had like he he. I don't I can't describe it, but it's like a specific tint that he has to his movies. Like you can start yeah. watching and you're like, oh yeah, that's that's a that Hellboy. Um, uh, Pan's Labyrinth, yeah. they all have that kind of hue going on mm-hmm. in his film. So it was like totally like that and weird and just very cool. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. And I loved I loved everyone in that movie, especially Michael Shannon. Oh, he was <laughs> he was nuts in that movie. Yeah, I don't want to so give good. anything away, but right. like, I, I highly recommend the movie. And this weekend, although this will come out afterwards because this is going to come out in a few weeks. Yeah. Right? But the Oscars, you know, so. Oh, snap. 
Yeah. I mean, this is, I mean, this won't really help anybody, but like, yeah, I mean, you, there's a lot of, I was just reading something today about, I think it was on the AV club okay. about movies that were, um, Oscar or no, that, that should have been Oscar nominated like for years. Okay. And I forgot like going back, I think it's before 2010, maybe mm-hmm. could be off by give or take a few years. There was only five best picture nominees. There used to be only five, and they and they jacked it up to ten. Oh, really? Yeah, and I don't know if there was a time. I would have to look it up. If before, where there was ten originally, and then maybe it went down to five and then right. back up. Personally, I like five. I don't think we need ten best picture nominees. That's just so many. I wonder what the thought process is there. I think uh, I think more recently, like they were just upset about certain movies not being included. Mm-hmm. But it sort of doesn't make sense because there's only going to be one winner anyway. Right. So you might as well just take the best five. Yeah. Because I feel like at a certain point you're reaching or I don't know. I think maybe also they think the Academy is sort of pretentious mm-hmm. and they only they only look at certain categories. But they still sort of do that anyway. I mean, you have a few things like Get Out was in the category, which, which is great. But yeah. like that's kind of like unusual. It doesn't happen. Definitely. Yeah, I was actually going to ask if that if this was the year that Get Out was, was nominated. And I'm right, because it came I, out like a year before everything else right. that was nominated, which mm-hmm. is so strange. And then thinking, like, kind of like what you were saying, I wonder if the, they started out with 10 like a while back and went down to 5 and now they're back to 10. Because I'm thinking, I don't know, 10 kind of seems like they're pandering. Yeah. Just so that people will back off of them and like, oh, we'll make sure. Because like everybody every year, it's always like, oh, there's no, you never, didn't nominate a film with these people. You didn't nominate a film with those people. So it sounds right. like they're just like, all right, well, we'll increase it. We can keep the ones that we rarely want or whatever. And we'll just add those ones in so that you, you guys are quiet. Right. I'm just thinking what the Academy might be thinking. Which is fine, except it's a losing battle. Because you're yeah. always going to not please everybody. There's mm-hmm. never going to... Like, you're never going to see it where it's like, oh, the Oscars got everything completely right this year. <laughs> like, <they're, laughs> yeah. and we're not going to talk about it. Like, yeah. no, there's always a problem. Like, every year, there's, you know, there's always something. And mm-hmm. uh, a couple of years ago, it was the, the Oscars so white hashtag. Yeah. Okay. So then, then it's like, you know, diversified. Then it's like, oh, there's not enough, you know, female director nominees. I guess that was more the Golden Globes. And while mm. all these things are true, it's, it, which and and then they try and I mean try maybe to diversify a little bit. There's still things missing, and it's never it's never going to get to that place where it's it's going to please everybody. It just right. doesn't it like never happens that way. Mm-hmm. So just stop focusing on award shows and just watch the movies you like. That's my answer to everything. <laughs> it's like don't rely on the Academy people. Yeah. For your for your like validation. Yeah, I mean that's a good point. I mean, yeah. I, I don't. I, I mean, I love music, but I couldn't give a shit about the Grammys. Right. Exactly. I mean, I get, I, I get the the frustrations, but it's you know you gotta like what you like. Don't mm-hmm. let anyone else take it from you. That's yeah. it. Who? So who is nominated for the best picture right now? So right now we have The Shape of Water, right? Uh, three billboards, Lady Bird, um, Dunkirk. The Winston Churchill movie, what what the hell is that called? Oh, what, the that? what was that called? We're going to so, call it Winston Churchill movie it. for right now. <laughs> there we Get go. Get out. Uh, what am I missing? I'm missing four. Best picture. Here we call go. Call Me By Your Name. Yep. Which I haven't, which I haven't seen yet. 
So we got. I, I just pulled up there. Okay. Their yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, Call me by your name. Dar- Darkest hour. Is Darkest that the, hour. Yeah. Is that the yeah. one. Dunkirk. Get out. Ladybird. Phantom thread. The post. Phantom thread. And the post. Shape That's of water. Right. And then three billboards. Yeah. So as of as of right now, as of February twenty eighth, I've seen all those movies, except for Call Me by Your Name. Mm-hmm. And Darkest Hour. I don't even know where Darkest Hour is playing. I don't know where I could even attempt yeah, to see that one. I haven't seen a lot of those. I've got uh, Get Out, Lady Bird, Shape of Water, and yeah. Three Billboards. Yeah, yeah. So all good movies. Yeah. You know, it's it's all really good stuff. I I just don't know. Uh, I mean, I think every year you have like good movies. I think it's a solid year for movies. But yeah, I, th- I thought it seems pretty solid. I thought last year was too, though. I can't even remember what last, last year was. Last year had was the Manchester by the Sea, um, oh, yeah. Moonlight, and uh, La La Land, which was fine. Yeah, yeah. I it wasn't like it. it wasn't really my thing, but heard, it was it was fine. I heard very like mixed things. It sounded like you either loved it or you hated it. Well, it's like one of those movies where it's weird because they they're not good singers. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't really I don't I don't know why you do a musical with people who can't sing very well i don't know i don't quite understand that was that the same director oh no you know what that was the director who did um did whiplash Whiplash. i was thinking for a second was it the guy who did moulin rouge no that's fucking boz lerman who i despise (laughs) except for his his graduation speech thing where he talked about wearing sunscreen that's the best thing if you don't if you don't know what i'm talking about just look just just google boz lerman sunscreen and you'll know what i'm talking about okay yeah but he yeah he did moulin rouge he did the romeo and juliet with oh my god yeah in in with leonardo DiCaprio and claire danes Mm mm-hmm which is so so bizarre, and he did The Great Gatsby. I just don't. Yeah. I'm not. A, I'm like not a fan of his his brand of weirdness. It it is out there. I just. I mean, maybe I could give the. I would rewatch the Romeo and Juliet one mm-hmm. just out of curiosity, but I feel like it was just really just sort of. I don't know, pretentious or so, something weird about it that I just don't like. I can see that. I mean, I know this movie's like what ten years old, but um, I the one thing that I don't know if I would say that I liked Moulin Rouge, Moulin Rouge or Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge. Yeah. yeah. There were some things I liked about it. I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. I, I could get down with it. But the one thing that drove me nuts was that they changed the lyrics of some of the songs for no particular reason, or it didn't seem to be like any real reason where like the original lyrics would have worked in that scene too. Yeah. But I don't know. That was the one thing that bugged me. Yeah, I remember like yeah. certain parts of that movie, but I don't remember. Like I don't remember it in its right. entirety. I re- I, just, I remember like certain ones, like they did an Elton John the Your Song. Yeah. Uh, they had that, and then, super ironically, I mean, not, I don't know if ironic is the right word. They did um, Smells Like Teen Spirit. Oh God. Yeah, which I'm thinking like, yeah, this Kurt Cobain would have hated that. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, that's, like, one of the, like, the fact that his shit was getting, like, so commercialized is, like, one of the reasons he, like, kind of killed himself. Yeah, well, yeah, that's pretty terrible. Yeah. But again, like, I'm just, yeah, I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that guy. The other guy I'm thinking of is uh, Luke Besson. Just because he's, he did, like, the fifth element. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I'm thinking of him is, I don't think he was, any of this stuff has been nominated for, for like, 
past few years. But I was just thinking of him because he was also one of those directors that's kind of like out there. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Like, I mean, you have The Fifth Element, but you also have... And I mean, I I love The Fifth Element and I love uh, Leon the Professional. Uh Oh, that that seemed interesting. We just had an earthquake, everybody. Yeah. (laughs) One of them New York City earthquakes. Yeah. When people slam the doors. Yeah. but he did that, what was it, the Valyrian and, like, the Thousand oh, Cities or whatever? God, I forgot that existed. Yeah, apparently that's, like, based on a French comic book, which that, I think is one of the reasons it didn't really, like, translate well over here, because, like, nobody really knew about it. That movie, like, must have bombed terribly, because I remember there was, like, a big marketing campaign for that, and that yeah. that one just was, like, dead on arrival. Rihanna was in it. Was she really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know she acted. Yeah, she, well, she's going to be in the new um, Ocean's Eleven with ladies. Oh, right. That's a thing. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> no, that's, whatever. But uh, but she's not an actress, though, really, is she? I, I don't know. I, I can't think of anything else that she's really been in. I mean, she had a cameo in, what was it, the end? This is the End? The, not, wait, oh, right, yeah. Is that what it's called? This is the End? Isn't that... The, that's got to be kind of frustrating for like for struggling actors to like <laughs> when like a musician gets cast in and something like that and you're just yeah. like come on give me something i could think also the same thing when you have it, the reverse when you have uh actors trying to be like musicians yeah that's true i can because i like what is it uh bruce willis had a, an album did he really yep the 80s was weird Bruce yeah. Willis had an album Eddie Murphy had an album oh I, that, that I did know about yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, what, what was that song that he had oh, my girl the, was it my girl wants to party all the time yeah party all the time yeah I, every time I I see that I think oh man I don't think it was Chappelle I think it was Mad TV yeah and they yeah it was definitely Mad TV because I think it was Ari Spears yeah, yeah was yeah. playing them and they had so it was because I guess Rick James produced mm-hmm. that song yeah and they just had had like i guess the running joke in that sketch where they're r- writing the song is that like i don't know every like minute or so when eddie murphy was done like singing rick james was like all right cool i'll be right back and he would like leave and come back with like coke all over his nose <laughs> and you're just like and i think each time the like he would stop it shorter and shorter be like all right sounds good be right back <laughs> <laughs> it was good man tv was good stuff yeah mad tv was an interesting one because yeah. it was always like really stupid mm-hmm. it, like i think mad tv was had like really talented people but they yeah. weren't always utilized in the best way i'd say that yeah i would agree with that although you know i wonder if like rewatching it if it would be funny now because there's there were so many good there were so many good sketch comedy shows yeah. back in really like the 80s 90s and because now i don't really watch snl anymore I, i'll mm-hmm. i'll catch a few like of the big sketches here and there but i feel like it's become this weird thing that's like not i don't i don't know how to explain it but it it sort of i i saw i think it was like an ex-cast member wrote this thing it's it's like became the thing that it was trying to make fun of oh yeah and i was like that's, that's really interesting it's really interesting yeah because well when it first came out it was like the cool thing where you it was it was its own like it was like alternative and mm-hmm. weird and all that stuff now it's it's become like so it's like a really mainstream kind of show yeah I mean, they make, it's funny, like, they make fun of Donald Trump all the time. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump, like, hosted the show just a couple years ago. It like, wasn't mm-hmm. that long ago. Yeah. Like, there's, like, things, it's it just, it's very, it's hard for me to, like, I don't know. Like, I like a lot of people on it. I think, I think Kate McKinnon is amazing. Mm, yeah. I like yeah. Pete Davidson, Keenan. Like, I like the people, but 
I just feel like it's a very yeah I don't know it's it's, it's weird yeah. but uh that reminds me though a, a quick story go for it I want to talk about and this is about comedy again but uh I went to see uh John Mulaney oh right my good friend Sam over at a Radio City and he got tickets and we had like really we had really good seats we were like in the towards the middle of like the orchestra okay. section so it was good but we it was the craziest thing our row was i told you about this already how it was filled with famous people yeah we had yeah, yeah. we were the only non-famous people there and i'm talking about snl but right in front of me sitting right in front of me was lauren michaels and i didn't <laughs> know that until he like turned around and i saw like it's very distinct face right right uh and then he just turned around just to say hey to you guys no he was <laughs> no because he turned around because he saw his buddy steve martin who was oh, right. sitting a few seats down <laughs> and then it was next to him vanessa bayer was in the row there was andrea martin if you guys know andrea martin and martin short was sitting right next to sam which that's amazing it was just it was so we were so distracted the show was great Mulaney was great but like we were just so distracted by yeah. what was happening around us I was just, and, and it's funny because I was telling you, we didn't say anything to any of them because mm-hmm. we didn't know what to say or what to do. Like I sort of shared a laugh with Martin Short. We like looked at each other and we were laughing. So I was like, <laughs> I'll tell people we shared a laugh. Sure. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. But yeah, we didn't say anything to them. But I was like, wouldn't it be hilarious if I went up to like, like we said like Steve Martin mm-hmm. and like mentioned just like a really bad credit that like he wants to forget and say like you loved him in that. So like, if I went up and was like. I said what I meant. Oh, if if uh, say I loved you and uh, bringing down the house with Queen Latifah, with Queen Latifah, he's like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, I, like he's probably erased those things from probably. his memory. I'm sure he like barely like remembers that at this point. <laughs> He'll remember it every so often when he just gets like royalty check in the mail. It's like oh, that's fucking piece of shit that I did. <laughs> I was wrong. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Like may- maybe I think. At the time, the Queen Latifah was like a big deal, and yeah. I think maybe the it's hard to know. Like maybe the original script was like really funny, maybe, and it had a funny concept. I mean, I don't, I don't hate the movie. I mean, Betty White's in it, I and mean, she's right. She's amazing, right? But like, there's she plays racist. <laughs> yeah, well, that's like the whole. That's like the whole movie, though. Like that's like the whole joke is well, like yeah. that. Like oh, it's like a black woman. Yeah, black woman with an old white dude. Yeah, yeah, like that's that's the joke that the movie is built around that like one joke, and that's kind of tough to and that's true. And it's and you can see how tough it is. And then like Eugene Levy's like his friend who's like really weird and like super nerd, and he says like really cringy things. I forgot about that. No, that's like the big. He's like says these just like. Oh my god! So this this is so funny. I now that I'm like now we're mentioning this, I'm thinking back to it. I don't know what that. There's like some sort of weird like whistle noise. Yeah, I, I hope it, I hope it's not bothering you guys as much as yeah, it's bothering me. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's our headphones or something. Anyway, now I'm thinking back to this, and I remember. So you remember how DVDs used to have like special features and shit like that? Yeah. I remember we rented this movie once, and I was watching the special features because I was just like, all right, well that was fun. Before we have to bring this, I think probably back to blockbuster at this at that yes. point in time oh i missed that so before we have to bring it back let's just look at the special features and i remember they were like they're talking about like the making of the movie and whatever and i guess it, they were talking about it in a way that 
they know the movie's going to come out in the future. Mm-hmm. So they want to be like super hip, meaning that when the movie came out, like they would already be like down with like the hip lingo. Yeah. And they were saying like, yeah, so we were just like making up some like lingo and stuff like that. That would we think is going to be cool, like coming out, like whenever the movie comes out. And I, I'm just like, oh, yeah, oh, that, okay. that was a big misstep. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm trying to remember what was the... Eugene Levy has a line that he says to Queen Latifah, and I think it's like, you got me all twisted up. Oh, was it? The cool points are out. The, this is really sad that I remember this. The cool points are out the window, and you got me all twisted up in the game. Yeah. Yeah. It was stuff like that that people went, ugh. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I went to actually, I, so I saw that movie in theaters because it like came out when I was like, thir- we were like 13 okay, and yeah. we just like saw whatever like comedy would come out that weekend. Like we went and like some kids set off like a stink bomb in the theater. So we all oh, had to like shit. evacuate and like, uh, it was so ridiculous. <laughs> I feel like that was like, Design, <laughs> that man. was uh, what do you call it? Foreshadowing of yeah. what was to come. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Man, thinking back on this now. Just quickly bringing back to like the those kind of what is it SNL kind of stuff or Mad TV. Uh, there, on Mad TV, there was a comedian Deborah Wilson. Yeah, and she was awesome. I loved her and all all her skits and stuff like that. But then she like kind of like she disappeared for like a very long time. Yeah, and I just recently got the video game Wolfenstein Two mm-hmm. or Wolfenstein Two, uh, Wolfenstein Two: The New Colossus, and. There was I was like looking up stuff about it online, and she plays the voice of one of the the characters in the video game. Oh shit! And they showed what she looks like now, and she looks a little different. Yeah, her head is completely shaved, and she has enormous gauges in her ears. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Like crazy big ones, and she's doing her own thing. Yeah, That's cool. I mean, good. It's cool for her, but I was just like, it was taken back. I was like, oh snap! Like. Yeah. I haven't seen this person on TV or, or any sort of thing like that in like 10, 12 years and surprise. Yeah. But I mean, as long as she's still working yeah. and doing her thing, I think that's what's important. I think, I think it's good to like, I mean, I would hate to be honestly, if I've said this before, if like someone offered like the chance for me to be like famous, I would say no thanks. Yeah. Like I wouldn't, I just wouldn't want it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like just being anonymous, like having my own friends, like yeah. just not, it, not, none of my life is like out there. I think it's like really important. Yeah. And I think maybe for certain people, like you realize like they had like a little bit of fame and then like they, they fade away and like whatever happened to them, they're like kind of, they've kind of faded back a little bit. Mm-hmm. They're still working. They fade like they're, but they're okay with it. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's interesting yeah. that there is a big group of people who were on Mad TV that were like really good. They were out on the stage and now they do all the a lot of them do like voiceover yeah. kind of stuff. So like she's an example. You have Phil Lamar mm-hmm. who yeah, does yeah. a lot of, th- he's like, he's everywhere. Like pick up a video game, watch, turn something on TV that's animated. He's there probably. He's in a great um, episode of Kirby Enthusiasm. That I, oh, really? Oh, you've never seen, oh, where he. I didn't see that one. Oh gosh. It's, <laughs> I don't want to give it away, but he plays, uh, I, be- I believe, yeah, he plays a pharmacist. Okay. And uh, basically, he is, it's just his reaction because he's so, like, serious. Mm-hmm. It's just so funny. Larry basically has this, like, letter that, or, or no, it's a doctor, like, wrote him this letter. Like, you have to see the whole episode to see, like, the buildup. Okay. But it basically says something 
that turns out to be racist although like not intentionally it just looks that way and like Philip Lamar's reaction and he's just like he like you can't see my face but he gives this look and he's just like here's your prescription it's it's so funny (laughs) all right I'm gonna have to check that out yeah it's it's really funny uh I wish I could give you more than than that but again you guys have google you can figure based on the few things I told you you could figure out yeah you can figure it all out that's great Yeah. yeah She so he does that. Um, Alex Borstein, obviously, she was she played Lois, and she's making a comeback now in the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. She's oh my god, fantastic. yeah, she killed. She killed in that she's, show. She's yeah, she steals the show. I think she's. I think she's like the funniest part of that show. Oh totally, really. she's great. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so they, mm. there's a lot. I mean, I'm trying to remember who, who else. I mean, there's some people from that show. There was um oh my god, I think Michael Mc. Donald's yeah, Michael McDonald. Yeah, who he was like in a bunch of things in the '90s. Like he was, he's in Austin Powers one and two. Yeah, that's right. Both his characters, I believe, end up just dying. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> in, yeah. in like ridiculous ways. Yeah, um, yeah. He, yeah, he's done a bunch of stuff. He just shows up in things. Yeah. yeah. Well, I haven't seen him in a while, but I feel like if if I could had to be famous or or some sort of like that kind of play that sort of role in the entertainment industry, that's how I'd want to do it. Like yeah. pop up in a few things, do some voiceover stuff. I wouldn't want to be like in on the main stage. That's Hell too weird. No. Hell no. That's how you got to do it. Right. Yeah, there, there was a lot of good people on Mad TV. Uh, I was a big Kids in the Hall fan. So oh, okay, Kids yeah. in the Hall, like those guys. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's Canadian guys. So I don't know. Right. I know Dave Foley went Dave through, Foley. Some, sh- went through some, some shit, so I don't know. Did he really? Yeah, he went through, like, this crazy divorce. Oh, shit. Yeah, but, uh, but I mean, those guys, those guys are fantastic. But, mm-hmm. again, like, I know the TV's weird now where, like, like I said, the SNL, like, has some good stuff, but mm-hmm. it's, like, I watch the YouTube videos. I don't sit and watch the show. Yeah. It's still not the same as it used to be. It really isn't. It doesn't have the same yeah. punch. You know? Yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. That. And I feel like people saying that for years where they say, oh, it's not as good as it used to be. Like, that was always, like, a thing, cool thing to say. But yeah. now it, like, really feels that way. Now it doesn't pack the same mm-hmm. punch that it did. Yeah, it was definitely something that yeah, each generation has their has the the people that they like on SNL. But I think I agree with you. There's something definitely like missing from from it right now. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. There's no real good. I don't know what other sketch shows are on right now. It's really not like a big thing right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I think it's really just. SNL. I mean, obviously, you have like the off TV kind of stuff. Like, I think like the Groundlings. Are, yeah, are yeah, still, yeah. The still Groundlings. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like a, a million other things like that, but those aren't being televised. Right. No, none of it's being televised, and everything now is actually stand up. It's like everyone's getting a stand up special, which yeah, is kind of which is kind of crazy. Like, yeah. it's I think it's good, good and bad. Like, I don't know if anyone, everyone should get a stand up special. Mm-hmm. Although, like Jay Leno has talked about how he doesn't. He he like won't do specials hmm. because like he's like you're never gonna get he's like you're never gonna get the same uh, the same thing in the club you know and, like, <laughs> it's not the same thing and he's got a point yeah. but it's but like but again like not everyone can come to a club man. right like not everyone's like, gonna come see you in whatever city you're like it's it's not easy for people yeah. it's like much easier and cheaper to watch oh, special so and yeah it's not gonna be the same experience but it's better yeah than and the alternative from a marketing sometimes. standpoint for netflix it, it costs them nothing yeah it costs well, them like basically nothing to put on a netflix special well it's weird it's weird that 
the salaries that these guys are getting is like all coming out because like, he's heard the whole thing with Monique and who knows about like what'll happen in the next few weeks when oh, this actually comes yeah, out but like she was something. like she was upset that Chris Rock got Chris Rock and Amy Schumer got so much money mm-hmm. and she wanted people to boycott Netflix it's like I'm sorry like I Monique like she's I know she's a name but she's not she's not Chris Rock she's not Chris Rock or Amy Schumer like she's not right. she doesn't have the same draw so yeah. and from and and strictly from like the Netflix perspective on that, mm-hmm. like the whole thing makes sense to me yeah. in terms of money. You know, if you want to talk about how maybe I don't know, like I honestly am not so like familiar with her stuff, but not that I don't think it matters. Like it's, I mean, certainly there's like marketing. There's all different reasons why certain people get bigger yeah. and and aren't as big. But that's not a that doesn't become Netflix's issue. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's like that's like a separate separate entity so i don't and also asking for people to boycott netflix <laughs> fuck that there's yeah. there's plenty of other things on netflix i'm gonna watch i'm not gonna boycott because mon because yeah. monique <laughs> give me a break it's crazy that's a cr- that's like a really crazy thing to ask of anyone a little bit i mean it's a little much yeah um especially for like that kind of thing like is yeah. there really a discrepancy kind of going on there you, yeah you it's it's all about the draw can you draw that many people that many viewers yeah and like also someone who's Mm. making like like $35,000 a year or whatever it is just like fuck you guys fuck all you guys I don't want to hear about this nonsense (laughs) yeah that's so true yeah yeah so it's it's really tough when you when you target it like regular people who are just like I like whatever you're making would be would be fine for me I'm sure exactly yeah yeah Um, Yeah. That's I funny. I, so I know we're jumping around here, but it's actually related back to the fact that you saw all those famous people. Yes. And it got me thinking, who have you seen? Like, we live in New York, so I'm sure we, you've seen a bunch of people. I know I've seen a bunch of people. Who oh, are yeah. some of, like, the famous people that you've seen walking around the city? Walk in the streets. Walk in the streets of the city. I've seen Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, my God. That's uh, awesome. I think, like, a couple times, actually. I don't know. This <laughs> is very strange. He's following you. Yeah. Uh, I've seen him. Him. I saw Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray. Holy shit! Last year, that's amazing. Yeah, that was a weird <laughs> one. Uh, I mean, I saw people like years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I had seen people on the streets. I seen Jim Gaffigan years ago on the street. I saw oh, a man. guy, uh, Zach Woods. You know Zach Woods? He was in the office, and he's now he's on Silicon Valley. He plays oh. Jared. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw him and like. He, caught like he was like with this really attractive woman and i was like like at the time like it was gabe from the office <laughs> yeah. right so i was like right. i saw him and i saw i was like and i was looking at him like oh shit this gabe from the office with an attractive woman he's like looking at me looking at him just like okay good job good you know what <laughs> you, you you do it that's awesome i feel like that was the same day where i saw jim yaff again like i feel like it was like right after okay i don't know why i could be wrong about that completely yeah. wrong I, I don't know i mean who knows i might run into someone tomorrow i used to see the guy from the roots all the time oh really well, my, when i worked in midtown i used to see like the keyboard okay James Poyser. Awesome. i used to see him like every day that's really cool yeah he's like he was just always like maybe just like commute times or like mm-hmm. whenever like we we're walking i don't know i don't know what he was doing yet yeah, maybe he had to get over to the tonight show but <laughs> yeah I, I don't know that's pretty cool yeah yeah that was a cool one. Oh, i saw aaron carter once and you know what you know what's fucking what? annoying about that you know what's annoying about that he was like he Sorry, it's Damn it, Alexa. Shut you up. You should know that. Why, why did she chime in now? I have no clue. That's really interesting. You got something to say about Aaron Carter, Alexa? 
Huh? Nope. Oh, no, she, she she lit up. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, when I saw him, it was weird because I was passing. Uh, he was talking to some couple girls, but he like he it looked to me like he wanted to be seen. Does that make sense? Like okay. he was like out like in the street and just like very. I mean, he's like got a very noticeable kind of look. Like his mm-hmm. hair is very like blondish and like you know. And he just was like looking around. I don't know. Like he just like was like look at me or something. It yeah. was really weird. And then I like noticed him and I was like I was like looking at him and then he was looking at me like he's like you know who I am like and I was just like kind of like in my head. Are you really, you really doing this? Yeah. Are you really like, yeah, I know. It's like, yeah, I'm familiar with you, whatever, you yeah. know, I know it's you. And, and that was it. <laughs> that was just like, and then, and then he was like in the tabloids the next week claiming that he was bisexual. So oh, I feel like man. he was like, I gotta be, I mean, per, this is just my personal opinion. I think sometimes like someone like that says things and it's whatever, if it's true or not, I don't know. They do that because they're like, I want to be, uh, known again yeah. i want to be in the they want people eye. talking about him. yeah so it, it, that's just how it kind of felt that's really funny that that you saw him and and he had that kind of reaction because that that's making me think a few years back i saw michael Sarah. oh yeah walking in the city and it was the complete opposite situation where i was walking in the village and he totally looked like i hope nobody has any clue who i am no air like just he's looking down i think he had like a guitar case in his hand and like a big like hipster jacket or whatever and it's just like walking like really fast kind of like um although no it wasn't him oh no it was him yeah in um super bad you know he's like goodbye and then he's like kind of walking away so he was totally like walking like that in in uh the village just kind of like i hope nobody recognizes me yeah, well, that's that's funny. Whatever happened to him? I don't know. He did like a, a few indie kind of things. Yeah, I haven't then, seen him in a while. No, oh, yeah. that's a funny one. But I could see him. Like, it's weird because like people do know you. Yeah, but yeah, he's trying to be. So I saw him in the village. Actually, I saw a few people in the village. Him, yeah, it's popular. Artie Lang. Love Artie I Lang. Saw, yeah, it's, it was like five years ago. He looked rough, man. I mean, he still looks rough. Yeah. I'm always, you he, know, I'm always like, concerned about him. Like we, we, we see him on like crashing and I mean, who knows if maybe they like make him look a little better with like makeup or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he definitely looks better now. Yeah. Um, he looked like a hot mess. Like it, it was just, he definitely looked like he was high or drunk at the time. Sure. Um, which then, by the way, if you're not watching crashing, watch that oh, and yeah. watch the episode titled Artie, it's the best episode they've done. It's real. I mean, it's, re- it's fucking brutal, but it's, yeah. it's like just a really well done episode. It's Absolutely. very, very strong. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's, that's really great. And Artie's hilarious. Oh yeah. Like, Artie is just so like, he's just so quick and naturally funny that, uh, I, you know, I'm always rooting for him to be, you know, healthy because like we need, we need people like that around. Yeah. We really do. We need, Definitely. we need people like that. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny because we were just talking about Patrice O'Neill before. Yeah. He's another guy who unfortunately we lost and yeah. he's like just one of those guys, super smart, super funny and just it's a sadder world without him. Yeah. We were, yeah, before we started recording, we went through like a YouTube wormhole <laughs> of just Patrice and it was great. Yeah. It really was a fun way to, fun way to get good. into a good mood. Definitely. Yeah. And then, um, but still talking about the village, I also saw yeah. Alec Baldwin oh, walking okay. in the village, and he was with—I guess it was his girlfriend or wife—with their baby. Yeah, wife, I think. And he totally looked like he kind of looked like he was high, 
but he also had this look that like he didn't know exactly where he was and he just wa- wandered up to like some woman and just was like all right i'm walking with you today oh yeah <laughs> he just like had this like totally like lost look yeah. it was weird okay but yeah the, and then the other people i see like i work right uh, near lincoln center so i i've seen most of the people there like i see hank azaria oh, i've yeah. seen him a few times Oh, wow. I think he lives around there. Or, I don't know, maybe his manager is over there or something. Uh, but Sting is also in that yeah, area. Yeah, I've seen John Quinones. He's the, like the guy. What, was it? what would you do? I think it was on. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. I, saw, I saw him. He was just sitting out getting lunch. Um, <laughs> Rachel Dratch. No shit, I love yeah, Rachel Dratch. I've seen her a few times. Um, oh, and oh. then the, my favorite one that I saw in that area uh, was Kramer. I you saw, saw Michael Richards? Yep. I, he was leaving. This is uh, before um, anything with the, the election or anything like that. Uh, he was coming out of Trump Tower. Uh, I guess he was like staying oh, there or whatever. I thought you were going to say him and Trump were coming out. Oh, and I don't know. Yeah. yeah, no. So he was coming out of Trump Tower and then he got like ambushed by a bunch of uh, tourists <laughs> all wanting him, like his uh, autograph and whatever. And he just looked, looked completely disheveled. Oh, that's so fun. Well, like Kramer would be, right? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's kind of, he kind of put himself into that situation where like he is Kramer. Like people refer to him as Kramer. It's yeah. like, that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that was the best thing. Uh, famous person I saw not best but, uh, but my favorite experience of seeing a, a famous person in the city yeah there's always fun there's fun stuff like that mm-hmm. I've got a couple more but like they were all I mean it happens you know from time to time yeah um, but the yeah. good thing with I feel like with New York is like we typically j- just leave them alone it's a weird thing cause like you party you was like should I say something should I do something yeah. and it's like well I don't like what am I gonna get out of it oh no you know what who, who I also saw Niall Rogers I stood right next oh, to wow. him on, on the subway once and um, it was me and Keith were standing there and we both like recognized him but neither of us could like figure out his name and we're both i'm like we're both staring at each other like yelling at each other with our eyes like yeah. who is he we know him we know him yeah and then i uh for anybody who doesn't know who now rogers is he was in like uh what was it cheek yeah, yeah they um he's the guy playing i think it's either the guitar or the bass in get lucky yeah yep so yeah he's like a, an amazing famous musician so later i get home and i'm like all right i gotta i gotta look him up so i just start type i had no clue where to go for it from with this so i just started typing in like famous black guys with like braided hair or whatever yeah and i started just clicking on every link because i couldn't i couldn't find it so i was just like all right whatever i'm gonna click on every single link and then just look to see what the, the tab is and that was not a good idea because one of the i have no clue what that sound was they i think there's a banshee they're so, big fans of ours yeah i guess so so i was clicking on the tabs and one of the things that i clicked on which if i read the description i would not have clicked on it was a website called hotchocolate.com <laughs> <laughs> And it had, <laughs> there, there were black gentlemen yeah. <laughs> with no shirts, all in like these very like seductive poses. And I'm like, this, this is not what I was looking for. Oh my God. I think we should, I, th- I think we should end the podcast here I and, think so. and name it, name it hot chocolate. I'm good with that. All right. <laughs> that's great. Oh my God. That's the so fails funny. of the internet. That's so funny. Well, it's funny. I had another idea for our podcast name. Okay. And then that came up and I'm like, well, that has to be it now. All right. Excellent. What was the one before that? I was going to say we should call this episode bringing down the house, which would have been good. 
That would have been really good. But now it has to be hot chocolate. It has chocolate. to be hot chocolate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's great. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we basically talked about comedy people we've seen, you know, but it's good to just kind of, you know, talk about what's on our minds yeah. on this fine uh, last day in February. And, we, and we're going to keep doing more of these. And I think soon... We're gonna. We're, well, we have another guest coming up. Yeah. That, that's so you guys will. You'll see that. Mm-hmm. And I think in the future we can get where we might have some other people we can start lining up. Yeah. We're, we're starting to get more guests, which is which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but we definitely want to get some feedback as to you know whether you guys like the episodes. I think we, we got a lot of positive feedback, especially with uh, with Angela's oh, episode. Yeah. We've got that we've done. Yeah, and we definitely want to have her back on again. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we've gotten a lot of really good feedback from from that and yeah. from and from Eric and just um, yeah, just this part, just as is coming up. Right, so right. We'll, we'll so, see how that goes. I'm yeah, sure it'll go great. That one was a lot. That one was a yeah. lot of fun. I like as having always. guests and yes. changing things up. We you, wanted to kind of like just do you and me today, but yeah, yeah we're but, going forward. We're going to have some more guests on. It'll be fun. Right. It's it's definitely good to mix it up. And I, right now, I don't know. There's some people screaming, so yeah. they either want us to stop or they're big fans. We're not really sure, so maybe <laughs> we should just call quits for now. I'm good with that. Yeah. Um, but uh, as always, guys, thank you very much for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Peace.